Hi everyone and welcome to HR Sound Off, the show created to talk about HR with who better than people in HR. We're going to talk about different topics and we're also going to talk about the many misconceptions that kind of irritate us that people have about our function and what we do. Are you ready? I'm ready. Let's sound off. Hi everyone. So today we are talking with Joanna Robinson. (laughs) who is currently the Senior Manager for Consulting and International Development for PwC, which is PricewaterhouseCoopers, for those of you who don't know the acronym. I don't even know where to begin to tell you guys (laughs) how long I have known Joanna Mm -hmm. um, and how we met. We met on an assignment um, about four years ago. Four years ago, we met on an assignment um, while Joanna was with Ursa Young. And um, we've just had a very good friendship since then. Uh, But Joanna has helped me a lot through my career. And I am hoping that through having this discussion today, that she will, you guys will benefit a lot from her knowledge with regards to working with organizations and outsourcing services, as well as our topic of digital upskilling and reskilling, which Joanna has a passion for but I just want to talk a little bit about some of the things that Joanna does because outside of working for PwC and the services that they offer Joanna also has a huge passion for HR mm-hmm. and she really does care about people and she also cares about having the best outcomes my working with Joanna very strategic, very regimented. <laughs> if you want the job done, Joanna is going to get it if done for sure. If you you'd love to know. But, okay, thank you. <laughs> um, like I said, she's going to get the job done. Um, so welcome to the show. Thanks so much, Joanna. Julie. It's really a pleasure to have you here no, today. It's great to be here. Great to be here. And um, this is a very interesting topic because I think it's one of those topics that falls under the bucket for me of future of work mm-hmm. um, and just helping people to understand the importance as HR professionals. The future is here. Yep. So we are in the present. Um, the future of work is, is something that is really important as we develop organizations and they grow, mm-hmm. skills change, yep. and it's important for people to understand and organizations to understand that they need to grow yeah. and develop themselves as they go through their life cycle. Yeah. But I, I want to talk a little bit about you, Joanna. Okay. So sure. tell me, so tell me, tell everyone who's <laughs> listening a little bit about Joanna Robinson, how you how you got your start, yeah. um, where you are now. Mm-hmm. So just give us a little snapshot of your journey and how you got here. Okay, so it's it's not the straightforward working for a big four journey. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, right now, as you mentioned, I'm the senior manager for consulting and international develop. I'm also the international development agency specialist right. for the East Caribbean. So what that means is, I do management consulting mainly in the area of people and organizational change, mm-hmm. um, which is everything from recruitment all the way through to org redesign. Right. But my main focus area is change management and change management for major projects. And most of those projects are funded by international development agencies like right. World Bank, IDB, CDB. Okay. Um, but how I ended up here, I actually, my, I started my career as a marketer. So mm-hmm. I did marketing for hospitality. Okay. Um, and while I was doing that, I, I always look back and say I got, I got into management early. Yes. Um, a bit too early for my <laughs> first job. <laughs> so uh, I worked, I did marketing for a large um 
a multinational which uh, organized conferences and summits for B2B. Mm -hmm. And so I became a manager at the age of, I think, 27 or 28. Okay. Um, and I was not very good. <laughs> <laughs> I will say that clearly. So I had, to, I had to really take the journey of learning HR and how to manage people it, 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 from the book. Right. It's very different from, obviously, you know. Absolutely, like, absolutely, yes. So that's where book I and reality yeah. are two different things. So I was the marketing HR <laughs> person yeah. um, in, in terms of that um, I really had to learn and mm -hmm. you know the company was very supportive and right. did a lot of management training mm -hmm. and I did a lot on my own and then I actually managed to go and get myself certified in change management mm -hmm. um, later on when I got into the consulting world right um, but from marketing to HR is um, it seems a bit of a stretch two mm -hmm. different disciplines mm -hmm. but you can apply the same tools mm -hmm. um, and I did have to upskill myself when you think about back in the early 2000s mm -hmm. what life was like cell phones who yes. had one no. you know um, mm -hmm. you know we were faxing mm -hmm. contracts back and forth yes. scanning and emailing that didn't exist mm -hmm. uh, or if it existed only for really large yes. companies and you think of where we are now mm -hmm. where um, teleconferencing mm -hmm. and web chat and mm -hmm. social media, all of these things, contracts. sign contracts, mm -hmm. blockchain, mm -hmm. all of these things have, have, have arrived as the norm yes. in a business setting mm -hmm. for people who I still consider myself quite young, not to say how old, but I still consider myself, <laughs> you, can, you can assume if I was working in the early 2000s. I have Three kids, and from as far as my children know, I've been 26 all their life. Yes, yes, same here, same here. But, um, I, you know, it, you think about for even those of us who still consider ourselves and are considered to be young mm -hmm. in professions, um, the world has changed so much from yes. when we started out mm -hmm. to where we are now. Yeah. Um, I and I sometimes find I, you know, there is that thought in the back of your head. Am I a dinosaur when you hear about new things? Yes. Um, you know, for a long time, I was very protective of my privacy mm -hmm. on social media mm -hmm. um, until I realized, you know what? Yes, that's important. But the big companies still know everything about me. Yes. They follow my digital footprint everywhere. Mm -hmm. And it's now become much more important to take control of that digital footprint, mm -hmm. to take control of your presence and your brand online, yes. Yes. understand what you need to do on mm -hmm. the back end to protect yourself and to maintain your privacy and security as far as you can. Mm -hmm. But you can't stick your head in the sand and say, well, I'm not involved. I'm not on social media. Yes, yeah. you are. Mm -hmm. You are present. Somebody yes. somewhere is posting something about you. That's it. If you're not managing it, it's out of your control. Do you know, can I give you a very funny story about sure, that? Tell me. My mom uh. is not on social media. <laughs> so whenever I take pictures of us, like mm -hmm. out and about or whatever, I always post them. I used to post them on Facebook. Yeah. And one day, some one of her friends told her, oh, I saw you, you on Facebook. Facebook. She said, oh, what do you mean? <laughs> you saw me on Facebook. And she said, Julie, you put me on Facebook. I don't know the Facebook. She said, the, the Facebook. Facebook. Mm -hmm. And from that the Facebook day, and the WhatsApp. The Facebook Facebook and the WhatsApp. Yeah. And um, from that day forward, I only post her on Instagram. <laughs> so, <laughs> the first picture I posted of her on Instagram, I was like, when your mom says she doesn't want the Facebook. <laughs> We feel, mm -hmm. um, you know, as you know, mid mid careers, I, I guess is a good way yes. of calling us. Mm -hmm. um, 
if we if we think about how dramatic the changes have been to the world of work and how we actually do work, mm-hmm. who would have thought that on a Sunday I am you know I could be coordinating conference calls and yes. having meetings. Um, I can be um, accessible anywhere. anywhere. I don't just leave the office mm-hmm. and go home mm-hmm. and be and you can be expected to not be in contact. It's no longer possible. No, um, it's not the norm. No. Yeah, nope. this hundred percent connectivity and mm-hmm. always online mm-hmm. has fundamentally changed how we work. Yes, the you know, the volumes of data that we have access to and that mm-hmm. we're expected to crunch through and mm-hmm. make sense of mm-hmm. all of those things yes. have fundamentally changed how we work. Mm-hmm. And we have to make sure that workers and ourselves mm-hmm. are ready, are um, prepared, mm-hmm. that we can that we can navigate mm-hmm. successfully, that we understand how to protect our own data and mm-hmm. our clients' data, mm-hmm. if that's something that we, we, we have control of. Yes. Um, and how we can work more efficiently and effectively given all the different many, many tools that are out there for yes. us to, to use. Yes, definitely. So we're talking about upskilling and reskilling. What yes. does that look like and what does it mean for you? So well, I can talk about the PwC yes. context. Um, you know, the firm took a, a bold decision last last financial year that this year is all about upskilling, mm-hmm. um, and we're not going out there selling it to clients without mm-hmm. doing it internally. We're mm-hmm. on a major um, internal push, like over a billion leading dollars. Leading by example, right? yeah, wonderful. Not just leading by example, recognizing that it's important, mm-hmm. and we can't do our our work mm-hmm. unless. Or people, mm-hmm. we and our people are, are ready to do it in yes. the new environment. Mm-hmm. Um, what that means is that um, you know we're we're introducing new tools, hundred mm-hmm. um, percent training targets for staff, right. and that's not just training in terms of learning how we use different tools, mm-hmm. but it's also reinforcing implementation mm-hmm. and not just okay I know how to do it but right. actually forcing new technology into the workflow. Mm-hmm. So our audit teams, for example. Um, are using um, Alteryx and Tableau, mm-hmm. uh, Power BI in mm-hmm. ways that they've never used before. Right. Um, we're all integrated. We recently um, globally moved on to Google. So mm-hmm. we have Google Mail, Meet, right. um, which has fundamentally changed. I mean, there's, there's I me mean, as a change manager. Yes. I pulled my hand up. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I did... It, it, it did feel painful to yes. move from um, to move from one email platform mm-hmm. to to Google, but now you look back, mm-hmm. uh, it feels like if we've been doing this all, all our lives. Yes, you know, yeah. Amazing. Once you embrace the change mm-hmm. um, and you can, are consistent with the approach, yes, um, you reinforce it mm-hmm. whether it's through reward or just taking away the old crutches. Yes, you know that yes. you hang on to. Yeah. I must admit, like similar to you, when I first joined um Hayuna mm-hmm. and I realized they were using they use Google and mm-hmm. I was like, What is this? I miss you right. I miss my outlook. Miss outlook. Um but the, the it has so many advantages mm-hmm. to it because I can just take up my phone and while you could have connected your outlook, yeah. you know, it's a completely different look ecosystem, and feel. Very different yes, yeah. and, and the fact that and I love all the other features mm-hmm. that come with it. So like I use Google Keep mm. and I love Google Docs now. Like <laughs> 
Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm still struggling I'm, with I, I still love my PowerPoint. I'm not a friend of us. Well, yeah. yeah. So, I like, I don't know that part. anything can really replace PowerPoint for me. But what I do like is that with Google um, presentations, mm. you can actually upload lots of different templates from the internet. Yes. There are lots of Google inter in interfaces for the presentations yeah. that have a better look and feel than PowerPoint. But this is actually the truth because I've, I've realized that the reason why I'm still holding on to PowerPoint, it's not for presentations huh? it's when you know using powerpoint as a document processing okay. tool and for, for for documents uh -huh, that's uh -huh. where i really hold on to it because okay. when i think about um when i when i actually have to collaborate with other people mm -hmm. to do presentations mm -hmm. um we use google mm -hmm. and it's fine right um not only because what it does is it forces you mm -hmm. to make your presentations better yes for the audience yes um and i think that is um, you know, when you let go of the old ways of working, yes, um, and you you drive collaboration mm -hmm. through tools that actually are designed to mm -hmm. collaborate, then you're you're great. Yeah, and I think if we're we're very similar because I think we're both Gen X, mm -hmm. so um, for me it's like change can be difficult especially mm -hmm. when you've worked with certain yeah. pieces of software for such a long yeah. time and Probably you know exactly the first. Microsoft tool alert. Yeah. <laughs> that way back in the day. Yes. <laughs> and and I actually um I learned Microsoft Word, but then a mm -hmm. lot of it I was I self-taught. Mm -hmm. Um so being able to move around as freely and in yeah. it as I could at the time and then coming to like I said, Hayuna and having to use Google, it mm -hmm. was like <sighs> I don't like this thing, yeah. but you know that because that's the first thing that happens when you go through a change. Yeah, when you know? process people process change mm -hmm. is pain. Yes, pain, and so you hide from it. Mm -hmm. You try to avoid it. Yes, um, but when you realize that the pain is actually telling you something, mm -hmm. and when you pay attention to what it means, mm -hmm. and you try to address the underlying cause. Yes then you're, it makes you're able it a to lot easier. Exactly, yeah. it makes it a yeah. lot easier. So what, what should organizations be doing now in terms of assessing their workforce mm. with the view to upskilling? Well, you know, it, 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 there's basic things that you should make sure your, your staff are able to do, you know. But beyond that, there needs to be a focus and a strategy for, mm -hmm. for what you're trying to achieve. Mm -hmm. um, in, our, in our work, we're looking at, you know, the majority of the staff who work for PwC are accountants, okay. and the accounting profession is being changed fundamentally and dramatically yes. um, because the technology is making um, a lot, making it a lot more efficient to mm -hmm. carry out um, audits, whether internally or mm -hmm. um, regulatory external audits. Um, so for us, it's to make sure that we create the future, that mm -hmm. we're a part of creating what the future of, of accounting looks like. Right. Now, I'm not an accountant. Right. I, you know, I'm the marketing yes. HR person yes. <laughs> that, that does strategy. Uh -huh. um, you know, so when we go into companies, we, we try to understand what is it you're trying to achieve mm -hmm. and what is the gap currently between where you want to go mm -hmm. and where your staff are now. So right. whether, whether you do assessments of if the staff are aware of technological um, changes that are happening specific to the industry, right. whether it's generally, are your staff capable of using standard tools that everybody's using? Are mm -hmm. they aware of data protection and mm -hmm. data privacy issues? Yeah, GDPR. Yeah, yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, there you go. Right. Um, the, the, for us, what we 
for me, I had a, I had a, I had a real eye opener. Okay. So every year, um, our team we do something called Advisor University across the Caribbean, mm-hmm. um, which is it brings together everybody who works in advisory, whether mm-hmm. on deals consult deals con- or consulting side. Right. Um, and we you know, spend two, two, three days really focused on improve, you know, understanding and networking internally, mm-hmm. learning from each other, mm-hmm. learning and um, and moving forward. Right. And maybe not last year, but year before, we did a, um, a digital fitness mm-hmm. um, exercise. Interesting. So, um, PwC has this app called um, the Digital Fitness App, mm-hmm. um, yeah, where you, it, it uh, over a series of questions, mm-hmm. it asks you, it assesses your, your knowledge of digital, acti- you know, app, what's going on in the world, okay. um, whether it's applications, mm-hmm. new initiatives, mm-hmm. um, and your general knowledge. And I was appalled at, my, I, I thought, yeah, I'm not cutting edge. Yeah, no, no, I was not. Oh, wow. Really. I mean, okay. could I explain blockchain mm-hmm. two years ago? Absolutely not. Right. Could I um, talk through what the tools are that were available for visualizing data mm-hmm. um, and doing deep data analytics? Mm-hmm. I thought I could. Mm-hmm. No, I did you not can't. know. Mm-hmm. Um, and what the app definitely it gave you a score so mm-hmm. that you could see where you are, um, you know. Uh-huh. No, and you would assume that younger people would score better, right. but it's not, it, it really is not about age. age. It's really about awareness mm-hmm. and um, mm-hmm. exposure. Right. And you really have to go looking for mm-hmm. information and mm-hmm. to be open to receiving it. Mm-hmm. I didn't know how far advanced 3D printing was. Right. I didn't know how you could, um, how um, artificial intelligence and um, machine learning mm-hmm. was already in my life. Right. I didn't. I, I was. I thought I was cutting edge right. with understanding those things. But mm-hmm. you know, because it, I'm when I'm doing my reading, mm-hmm. I'm reading on HR right. activity. I'm mm-hmm. reading on strategy. I'm mm-hmm. reading on just general current affairs within the region, right. externally, and what's going to have impact on what I'm doing. Right. But so you, you become, the, the older you become, mm-hmm. or the more focused you become mm-hmm. in a certain area of expertise, mm-hmm. the less you're looking at mm-hmm. wider. What's, what's wider, you yeah. get tunnel vision. You get tunnel vision. Yeah. Bit, so you mm-hmm. get very deeply involved in one thing. Right. Um, and you are not paying attention to other. You just go, well, that's not my area. So yeah, I'm, I'm not going to focus on that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that, for me, was an eye-opener. And I mm-hmm. think organizations definitely need to, yes, you have your baseline. There's a certain baseline of not knowledge right. that, that your staff need to have if they want to have a hope right. of being um, available and up-to-date on um, trends and new new things that are happening in their industry, mm-hmm. for sure. Right. But there's also, if I am working in a very low-tech company, mm-hmm. and this company has no intention of ever becoming high-tech, right. and there are people out there who mm-hmm. are changing the industry and right. I'm unaware. Mm-hmm. Those are things that companies need to, to make sure that they are thinking about and exactly. focusing on. Yeah. How do you make sure that you are not irrelevant? Mm-hmm. And it's not even a 10, 15, 20 years, relevant in five, yeah. 10 years. Mm-hmm. Um, and once you know where you are and where you wanna go, mm-hmm. then it's important to then say, okay, do my staff have these skills to, to get us there? Yeah. I think one of our one of our clients last year um, really wanted a big push on innovation and technology led innovation in their in their organization and they were mm-hmm. spread across a couple of um, Caribbean islands. Right. And so they asked us to to come in and say if we are becoming technology led and technology driven and innovative, 
what would the organization look like? Right. So we did an org redesign for them. Mm-hmm. Um, what that when they said, great, this this is where we want to go. Mm-hmm. Now we need to assess the staff right. and see who's, who is who who is able to be with us on this journey. journey. Um, we went through looking at some of their their key processes mm-hmm. and saying, okay, to make this more efficient, what would you what technology and tools do you have now? What technology and tools will you need in the future? Mm-hmm. Um, what types of skills will your staff need? And you know it that that's the type of interrogation that you need to go through self-interrogation yes. that companies need to go through mm-hmm. and you know consultants can help you along that journey up to a certain extent right. but if you don't have a vision mm-hmm. then whatever we do for you will be limited right. by your vision exactly so yeah and, and speaking to that in terms of as you look at your journey and you see okay i need to make these changes mm-hmm. one of the things that usually happens is organizations go okay so in order for us to achieve this, this is the talent that we need. Yes. You start to look at some of the talent that are, but all of the talent that exists in your organization. And I find like in reading certain um, certain examples and, and case studies that you find a lot of organizations go, okay, so we have this amount of talent, which is going to go with our plan. These people don't fit our plan. Let's just mm. let them go. No. That, yeah. And yeah. To, 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 that's a no-no. Like, why why don't we look at how do we upskill these people or let's find out if these people are even interested in mm-hmm. being upskilled to meet the needs of what we're going to need have, and, and have you ever had a conversation with them right. about what their skills are that is you know things that are not currently on their CVs mm-hmm. do, you, do you actually know what people are, are doing in right. their spare time mm-hmm. do you know that somebody may have already done a course or been exposed to something or that they have an analytical mind that will allow them exactly. to quickly get up to speed with what you're looking for mm-hmm. I think the you know I think you as a recruiter know yes. it's it's so much more expensive to hire new yes than it is to train internally and move up, up and across absolutely um, you know you always have that gap between um, when somebody comes in to get to know the organization, mm-hmm. the, the norms, the culture. If you want to maintain a good company culture, yeah. good corporate culture, then you know, releasing and hiring new is not always the best way to go. Way to go. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, even even from a, a legal and regulatory perspective, there's always there's also that that element of have you given your staff the chance mm-hmm. and the opportunity to grow with you mm-hmm. um, because at the end of the day you can't all you can hire in and you can outsource as much as possible mm-hmm. but sustainable growth comes from you know making sure that your core is strong yes uh, so I, I think there's there is that element of uh, you know maybe if we let go and hire you mm-hmm. um, that will solve all problems but you're you're opening yourself up to lots of other problems let alone um motivation and culture issues yes morale um, for the them. morale for those who remain mm-hmm. survivors remorse absolutely all of those yeah. things that you're going to experience yeah. if you don't do what you're going to do properly mm-hmm. so you know even with the best strategy if you don't utilize a strategy to the best of your ability, yeah. then you're going to have that problem. You may be losing a lot of institutional knowledge that you may not even have captured or, or documented. Or documented. Um, mm-hmm. It's you know it's 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 an it's important. Companies you, you we forget that we're in a, a social construct as mm-hmm. well. 
So uh, digital upskilling definitely gives, is one element of making sure that you are giving staff the tools to continue to help you to grow mm -hmm. and well, to, to protect you from disappearing yes. and becoming irrelevant. Exactly. Yeah. What are some of the um, technologies that you can use as you go through these kind of processes mm -hmm. that are kind of going to be user-friendly for you know employees as they go through it? Okay. So when you think about what digital means, it's um, obviously there's a lot of focus on data analytics right. and being able to use tools mm -hmm. that allow you to very quickly assess, analyze, and come up with and, you know, uh, produce reports and mm -hmm. produce visualizations of data very quickly. Right. Um, I think I mentioned a few earlier, mm -hmm. you know, Tableau. Tableau. Mm -hmm. or, I mean, and, and yes. let, me, let me give my disclaimer now. This is not a PwC pitch for any specific um, technology, <laughs> technology or piece of software. Yes. But, um, you know, there's definitely a lot, a number of tools that make um, data analytics and data visualization a mm -hmm. lot easier. Mm -hmm. um, we've recently, I think most staff um, within the firm are getting up to speed with, with those tools. Right. Um, I think what's also important is to, you know, there's no, there's no um, alternative right. to a good word processing yes. package. Yes. They're, they're, you know, mm -hmm. everything is everything is now typing in electronic mm -hmm. you yes. are we're not using typewriters anymore no. i couldn't even last i saw a typewriter do they they must exist they somewhere. must exist somewhere um, in a museum i think i might still have my old typewriter my last electronic typewriter at home yeah, yeah. somewhere my mother might have it hiding mm -hmm. mommy i would like to see it it might be yeah. worth something yeah <laughs> but yeah but definitely data analytics tools are very helpful for having for helping people to think digitally yes because uh, it, it is the the first the i guess the first um point of call mm -hmm. for um for helping to navigate large large volumes of data yes yeah i also want to think um touch on in terms of not just the data but in terms of hr mm. understanding the technologies that mm, are used within absolutely. the organization yeah. to achieve various goals so like for me um, as you recruit, mm -hmm. especially developers, oh, yeah. and they want to know what technologies <laughs> are you using in your organization. Mm -hmm. And and I think of things like, okay, so I know we use JavaScript, yeah. but like, do you really know like all the stuff we use that like, we know, like recently they were like, we don't use PHP anymore, mm -hmm. you know, and um, understanding the, the different technologies that they're using so that yeah. as you bring people into the organization, they can categorically say yes well I understand do you really understand what's in a in a in a vacancy mm -hmm. when you put that job post out there do you, you understand all the stuff that yeah. people are asking yeah. for do you know what python is mm -hmm. do you understand do you know what ubuntu is mm -hmm. do you know what aws is yeah. and what the yeah. construct of working cloudless yeah. is yeah. so if you don't understand those things how do you expect how to you recruit, recruit? Exactly. you know so for for um, people who don't have that mindset, what advice do you have for them? Well, for, for me, I think the, and this is something that we do, mm -hmm. um, when we're doing recruitment and selection strategy for, for other organizations, and we do it internally as well. If you are not familiar with the, what, with their language, mm -hmm. you need to make sure you have somebody on your team 
when I say your team, your yes. recruitment team, mm-hmm. who understands it, who can help you? Because I mean, upskilling isn't just about you know the the online training exactly. and in person training. Mm-hmm. It's also making sure that you are shadowing people who are more up to speed than you are, mm-hmm. making sure that you are leveraging. Um, expertise across yes. the organization, mentoring, mentoring, mm-hmm. um, coaching, yes. and um, as simple as make as having it run by somebody who knows. Yes. you know there is no there is no there's no alternative. There's yeah. no excuse mm-hmm. if you know for not having somebody who is a hundred percent living in that world, mm-hmm. having input into your into your recruitment right. ad or your um, being a part of those initial discussions. Right. Um, no one's going to be an expert in every single area, mm-hmm. but you definitely have to make sure you collaborate across, up and down, yes, um, and stay current. Exactly. On what's needed. That's I think that's great advice. So. What is one of the main pet peeves that you have in terms of the misconceptions that mm. people have about HR that you want to settle right now? Uh, huh. That we are that people in HR are the agony ants that are here to listen to complaints, and that's all we do. HR all day. is that that's all we do all day. Mm-hmm. Um, HR is a driver of the business and it's a, a crucial critical business partner partner mm-hmm. right alongside finance um, and the operational people because yes. without the people um, the company is without the people there is no company there's no there is no, no, mm-hmm. there, is no um, there is no business activity yes. without the people. yes absolutely and um, you know there's there's arguments to be made depending on how many people you have and what 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 your critical your unique selling point is or your critical mm-hmm. success factor and all those right. wonderful things. Um, that for me I think is you know people thinking that HR is just the soft skill. Yes. There is so much strategic thinking mm-hmm. that goes into designing proper HR policies yes. and implementing them. Mm-hmm. Um, I I can't stress enough that it's not a soft skill, it's a hard skill. Very um, there's a lot of um, an- analysis and um, strategy that goes into it mm-hmm. and there if this is one skill that it cuts across all, all spectrums. spectrums and mm-hmm. cuts across all business business activity mm-hmm. is if you aren't able to manage motivate yeah. coach mm-hmm. lead mm-hmm. then you do not have a functional and effective effective functioning organization so I think that's the, the one misconception that I would like people to change yes definitely and I, i'm in total agreement with you and i think our audience will be in agreement with you mm. as well well i hope so <laughs> i'm sure i'm sure they will we'll wait for the feedback and see what happens but i i, I can't think of anyone who doesn't who is not going to agree with with that statement i think that's one of the um, major pet peeve mm. that a lot of us in hr have is just getting people to understand mm. the contribution that we make is so much more than just listening to people's whenever we're doing major projects um mm-hmm. you think about what is the biggest stumbling block to successful implementation mm-hmm. 99.9% of the time it is that you didn't handle the people change properly properly yes you know we've implemented new technology we mm-hmm. didn't deal with the people well yeah it's it all falls a disaster. Apart. Yeah. Yeah. And I think um, 
one of my previous guests mentioned that when she was talking oh, about okay. some of the challenges that they had with a recent um, digital transformation that they made and that they didn't get complete buy-in from yeah. the people. Yeah. And that's, that's, that and can then, be a major problem and, and you mm -hmm. know, a damper on mm -hmm. something that could have been really amazing if you just handled the people properly. Yeah, or at least had some strategies yeah. for handling. And you know you're always going to have your 10% your tail enders, yes. um, the ones who are resisting. Mm -hmm. If you don't have a strategy for dealing with and um, bringing those people along, mm -hmm. then you are setting yourself up to fail. Yeah. Tell us what you're reading right now that you want other HR people to read. What I'm reading mm -hmm. right now? Mm -hmm. um, well, I'm actually reading a data analytics paper. Yeah, so that, that's what I'm reading right now. Mm -hmm. um, I, I, off the top of my head, I don't remember the name of the author of the paper. Right. But it's uh, it, it's some that's something that I'm working on right now right. for our internal training, mm -hmm. um, which is just getting us up to speed on um, how to manipulate, analyze data properly. Right. So that's what I mean. I will, I will, I will go find the name and I will forward it to you. <laughs> and I will it's share. A fairly dry, a fairly dry um, <laughs> academic paper, but very, very helpful. Okay. For this purpose. Well, that's great. So I would really appreciate that. I'm sure our audience would as well. And you yeah. can, I'll post it on our LinkedIn page at some point in time. Okay. With that said, thank you so much, Joanna Robinson. You're 30 minutes. In the sound booth is up. Okay, thank you so much, Julie Journey, <laughs> for inviting me on this podcast. You are very welcome. Is there anything you want our audience to know? Where can they find you in social media? Oh, right. Okay. Wanna... Well, I'm on LinkedIn. Mm -hmm. um, you can search for me, Joanna Robinson, uh, Price Waterhouse Coopers, mm -hmm. East Caribbean. Mm -hmm. um, not just based in Barbados, right. but we covered the whole of the EC. Yes, this I know. You're a hard woman to find. <laughs> <laughs> But busy is good. Yeah, busy, busy is, is good. good. Busy is good. Definitely. Productive is even better. That's right. That's right. Well, thank you so much again. No, thank you. And we appreciate you sounding off with us. That's all we have time for in the sound booth today. Thank you for joining us on HR Sound Off. You can find me at Julie Turney 3 on Instagram, Julie Turney on LinkedIn, Julie Turney 2 on Twitter. If you have any questions that you want us to answer, Drop us a line at hrsoundoff at gmail.com and we'll be sure to answer your questions within our shows. You can also find us on CastBox and SoundCloud for now. Thank you for tuning in and join us again when we next sound off.